This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, never have I seen a video that so sums up the threat the constitutional to the constitutional public like the video I'm going to play for you today. Folks, again, whether it's the Great Reset, the New World Order, whatever the left calls it, and they insist is a conspiracy theory, I don't care what you call it. They're openly talking about it now. They're not hiding it anymore. I'm going to show you, I'm going to lay it out for you, the hard evidence right now, how we are rapidly turning into a oligarchical disaster right in front of our eyes. The Republic is disappearing. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I got that. I've got a January 6th committee update that's about as disturbing as it sounds. That, uh, that committee's been polluted. And again, a uh, former Soviet defector we played on the show who lays out how the ideological subversion is happening right before your eyeballs right now. All his predictions coming true, sadly. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, Joe, let's go. We got lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Yes, we do. Joe sent me an interesting article at the huh. end, too. That microplastics thing. It's going to be freaked out forever. This idea that we <laughs> Sorry, have all this plastic bro. floating around in our body. Joe's like, look at this. I'm like, yeah, I know. Maybe we'll talk about that one tomorrow. I kept, I, I kept that article saying, but this is important. I want to get to this today. Folks, the Constitutional Republic's on life support. It's clear as day. I've been warning you. I use the term the symbiote. Where did I get it? Um, I, was, I was an avid reader of comic books when I was younger. I loved them. And I don't know if you remember the, char the character Venom. It was this alien that, that uh, infected this guy. And he worked with this guy to become this bad guy, Venom, with these superpowers, right? Uh, this this anti-hero kind of guy. It was a symbiote. The alien worked with the human, and they did what they needed to do, right? Well, there's an even more dangerous, not anti-hero, but just a straight-out villain symbiote out there right now. It's the big tech, big corporation, big government, media symbiote. They're destroying us, and they're working together to do it. It's not a conspiracy theory. They're openly talking about it right now. Big tech, big corporations, big government, and the media. Now, Tucker Carlson laid this out beautifully last night, how big corporations, big government, and the media are working together to suppress the truth. Why am I bringing this up today? Tucker, Carl uh, Tucker Carlson's Twitter account, along with the Babylon Bee and others, Charlie Kirk, were now banned from Twitter and suspended from Twitter for stating the biological fact that a man was a man. If you don't think we live in an insane upside down world where big tech now wants you to believe, and if you don't comply with their fairy tale that a man can magically turn into a woman, if you don't comply with the fairy tale, you're to be banned from public discourse on one of the biggest social media platforms. And you still think we live in a free society you are smoking methamphetamine. Do you smoke those? I don't know how that works. I'm not a meth guy, but you should seek help. Detox, maybe. Here's Tucker describing the situation last night. He's talking about the CEO of Twitter, this guy Parag, uh, how, how they've determined now that you need to believe the lie. And if you don't believe the lie, you're not allowed to speak publicly anymore. 
Remember one of the parts of the symbiote, big tech, big corporations, big government media. Here's the big tech part, part right here. Check this out. We can't control Parag Agarwal, but we can ask, how do you feel about this new standard? Not so long ago, this was a free country. Now, Prag Agarwal and nine other billionaires whose names you might not even know, who certainly were not elected to anything, get to determine the limits of your conversations. Are we okay with this? What happened to all the liberals and the self-described civil libertarians we used to have in America? They don't seem to be fighting the power anymore. They seem to have joined it. How about Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger and everyone else who's constantly lecturing the serfs about democracy? Is this the kind of democracy they're talking about? A democracy in which a tiny sliver of very rich people control everything, including your mind? Doesn't sound like democracy. It sounds especially like oligarchy, don't you think? They can let us know. All those people are welcome on that this show anytime, including and very much including you, Prag Agarwal. We promise a healthy public conversation. Doesn't sound like a democracy because it's not. Tucker's absolutely right. It's an oligarchy where this, the, 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 the components of the symbiote and the wealthy, powerful elites at the top who run the symbiote, big tech, big corporations, big government, and the media, the people who run the symbiote are really in charge, and we are treated like nothing but subjects. Folks, they work together to crush liberty and freedom, to evaporate the constitutional republic, and to turn it into a landmass that benefits them and them only. Notice I said a landmass, not a country. Because they don't see it as a country. Because they saw it as a country, we'd actually have borders. Countries are definable by borders, right? Joe, I'm not crazy. They don't believe in that either. They believe they should control the landmass we call the United States. Forget the border part of it. Because if people coming in support their agenda and their oligarchy, they love that too. Here is proof they're working together and that we must create alternatives in our parallel economy. Our parallel economy a better government, a parallel media. And we have to just wipe these big tech tyrants out with alternatives, with alternatives. Here is proof. I saw this video. This is what made me think about the danger of the Great Reset, New World Order the left keeps talking about. I want you to meet Larry Fink. You know who Larry Fink is? We've discussed his company on this show often. But today, you need to understand that when it comes to the oligarchs, the elitist few who are trying to turn this landmass we call the United States into their own personal fiefdom where we're treated as subjects and they're treated like kings and queens and dukes and earls. Larry Fink runs one of the largest investment firms in the world, BlackRock. BlackRock is a horrible company, in my opinion, an awful company. It uses its investment power, BlackRock, to force companies into decisions about I want to say force them to pressure them, although Fink uses the word force right here, to pressure companies into making Green New Deal type decisions that BlackRock thinks will benefit them. So they want to turn the United States into a liberal hellhole is what I'm getting at BlackRock. And Larry Fink from BlackRock is using their money and their power to force companies they invest in to do exactly that. Come on, Dan, that sounds kind of dramatic. Does it? Here's Larry Fink from BlackRock just talking about it right now, how they plan on forcing companies to turn into these liberal hellholes, transforming America into an oligarchy that benefits them. Check this out. Well, behaviors are going to have to change, and this is one thing we're, going to, we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. His, his words, folks, not mine. You see the symbiote? Told you about big tech with Twitter, with Tucker. Big corporations, BlackRock, aligning with big government that wants concentrated power, liberal governance, and the Green New Deal is a way to get there, to eviscerate energy companies and make sure energy decisions are made at government levels alone, enriching all their friends. And then the media, of course, plays along with all this because they're liberals. They love concentrated power as long as they're the ones benefiting from the landmass, not the country, the landmass. So there's Fink talking about how big corporations like BlackRock plan on forcing companies basically to do their bidding. Now, I've been on to BlackRock schemes for a long time. Here's a Bloomberg article. How BlackRock made environmental, social, and governance, ESG, the hottest ticket on Wall Street. Listen to this. ESG is basically code for Green New Deal, liberal environmental nonsense. 
They note almost two years have passed since Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, declared that a fundamental, here we go, folks, a fundamental reshaping of global capitalism was underway. Sounds like, the great, sounds like a great reset, doesn't it, Joe? The fourth industrial sure revolution. Does. Shock or how this, they all keep using the same, you know, the same language or the same, iter, a different iteration of the same idea. Fink noted that his firm would help lead it by making it easier to invest in companies with favorable environmental and social practices. Lately, he's been taking a victory lap. This is from 2021. Quote, reshaping capitalism. Gosh, sounds like this new world order, great reset stuff. Again, they, the folk, folks, their, their words, not my word, their words, right? It's weird how they want you to believe. Isn't it crazy, fellas, how every time we mention the Green New Deal, the new world order, Anytime we mention the Great Reset and we use their own words, reshaping capitalism, they attack us as it being a conspiracy theory. Yet everything we claim they're doing with the Great Reset, which is diminishing your individual liberty for a bigger, more powerful liberal government that controls everything from the energy systems to the healthcare systems to the education systems. You keep telling us it's a conspiracy theory, but they keep doing it. They keep doing it. It's Bloomberg reporting on it. Very strange. Larry Fink. We, but very, I mean, it's just so puzzling yes. how we're called the conspiracy theorists, yet we're the only ones bringing actual evidence. Larry Fink's own words. We're going to force companies into this. Bloomberg reporting. They're trying to reshape capitalism to push their Green New Deal, centralized government power agenda. So, of course, you know, if it's a symbiote, and there are multiple components of the symbiote, the dress Twitter, thrall and censorship making sure there's no opposition, big corporations, Larry Fink, their role in reshaping capitalism and the great reset as Klaus Schwab calls it. Here's big tech again, jumping in to make sure that they use climate and the, the global warming, uh, the, the global warming nonsense they keep promoting. Here's Google and YouTube jumping in BBC. Ironically, as producer Jim pointed out, the lady who wrote this piece is their misinformation, disinformation specialist, which is hilarious because this is Google and YouTube promoting misinformation. BBC, Google and YouTube ban ads on climate misinformation. So you got big tech shutting people down. You got big corporations pushing these Green New Deal type items that would empower the uh, federal government and disempower you. If you dare speak out against this stuff, then big tech bans you for, look at this analysis, Marianne Spring, disinformation and social media reporter, reporting on Google and YouTube, the, the most dangerous companies in America. It's the same one's a parent company. No, by far, an evil company, Google and YouTube, that subscribe to communist principles. Want to ban misinformation if you dare speak out against Larry Fink and Twitter and others. And their anti-capitalist, reshaping capitalism climate agenda. Now, notice as part of the symbiote, big government's a function of that too. You see how they all work together? They all work together like this. They just automatically just know what each other are doing. Here, from just a few days ago, discussed this article the other day, but I very specifically pulled an article from this site. Here's ESG today. Remember, ESG is code word for centralized government power, Green New Deal nonsense, right? Environmental, social, and governance. It's the way they pressure companies to be Green New Dealers. Mark Siegel. This is from ESG Today. He even got a magazine, Joe. It's like, this week at baseball, ESG Today. <laughs> the SEC unveils proposed climate disclosure rules. Big government, big corporations, big tech. Do you notice they all keep saying the same thing? Isn't it super weird that they all seem to know at the same time to push and double down using a climate agenda, using a climate agenda to centralize power and turn our constitutional republic into an oligarchy? What do they want, though, folks? What do they want? I don't want to mess this up because you may be asking the question right now, fairly enough, Dan, why are they so focused on 
climate as a way just very simply to centralize government power, big corporate power, big tech power, and media power. Remember, they want this landmass that we call the United States to work for them at the top, that sliver at the top. It's an elitist system. Why focus on climate as a vehicle to do that? Folks, it's the same reason they focus on healthcare and centralized healthcare and government-run healthcare as a reason to do it. Because once you control people's health decisions and you frighten them into believing they're going to die if they don't sign up for this government health care program, you can get them to do anything. The same logic applies to their focus on climate. Folks, if you control the sources of energy for an economy, ladies and gentlemen, you control everything. You want to control the individual? Control their health care access. Think about it. You want to control an economy, control the energy systems that power it. And you own everything. Tell me again, what's a conspiracy theory? It just produced for you the evidence. So what do they want? Control healthcare, control energy policy. You control the person, you control the uh, country. But where do they want to go with it? Well, I told you where they want to go with it. They want to go to a social credit system where only their select few and people they approve of who don't get in the way of their agenda are able to operate in a normal economy. If you challenge their, their uh, climate change policies, their health care policies, and their big government liberal policies, they want you suppressed. They don't want you to be able to access the um, financial system. They don't want you to be able to make money. They don't want you to be able to post on YouTube or Twitter. We saw it. Tucker Carlson can't post because he posted a fact about biology. They want you kicked off. They want you silenced. They want to emulate basically China. This social credit system, doesn't it sound suspiciously like this environmental, social governance system they're using to rank corporations? Sounds very, very similar, doesn't it? You think? Where the hell do you think they got the idea? Here's a December 2021 article. We covered it yesterday, Business Insider. China's social credit system ranks citizens and punishes those citizens with throttled internet speeds and flight bans. They can't even get on flights if the Communist Party deems them untrustworthy. Kind of sounds like what they're doing here, right? Where do you think they got the idea from? Centralized power, globalism. Socialism, communism, they all share one thing in common. The power needs to be centralized and not distributed a bunch of, uh, amongst a bunch of individually free people, right? Individual freedom, government power, zero sum. Less individual freedom, more government power. Less government power, more individual freedom. There's no way, there's absolutely no way that, that that's a zero sum equation, that there can be big government and big individuals at the same time. It's not the way it works. This is what they want. Centralized government power. They'll do anything to get it. And the symbiote is doing it. Big tech, big corporations, big government, and the media. They benefit from this centralized power system. Now, there's nothing the uh, communist and socialist Chinese uh, Communist Party, the Russians and enemies of the United States want more than to destroy our system, our constitutional republic where we respect individual liberties because they know it leads to prosperity. They don't want us to be prosperous, yet they can't beat our system. The only way to destroy our system is to make it like their system. So they engage in a long-term ideological subversion because they can't destroy the United States from the outside. So they have to destroy it from the inside. Right after this uh, break here, I'm going to play a video by a former KGB defector, Yuri Bezmenov. We featured him on the show before, where Bezmenov discusses how this ideological subversion in the United States, how they get the United States free countries to rot from the inside out by copying this broken centralized power system, how they do it here. Folks, this week's been a lot of deep shows. I hope you're enjoying them because there's a lot going on right now, but if we don't know the why, nothing else matters. Why they're doing what they're doing makes a difference. They want us to be more like China. China wants us to be more like them. China knows our system is superior. 
but they care about power. They don't care about the economic output. China needs us to go down that same path. All right, uh, take a quick break here. The video is going to be great. Don't, uh, don't go anywhere. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. All right, folks, this is one of the most disturbing videos you'll see. It's, an, it's from decades ago. It's a KGB defector, Yuri Bezmenov, who was an expert in propaganda. Bezmenov is talking about how these uh, outside entities outside of the United States leverage useful idiots in the United States to destroy it from the inside out through ideological subversion. Don't miss this. Check this out. Well, you spoke several times before about ideological subversion. That is a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand. When uh, the Soviets use the phrase ideological subversion, what do they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the process which is legitimate, overt, and open. You, you can see it with your own eyes. All, all you have to do, all American mass media has to do, is to unplug their bananas from their ears open up their eyes and they can see it. There is no mystery. There is nothing to do with espionage. I know that espionage intelligence gathering looks more romantic. It sells more deodorants through the advertising, probably. That's why your Hollywood producers are so crazy about James Bond type uh, of, of thrillers. But in reality, the main emphasis of the KGB is not in the area of intelligence at all. According to my uh, opinion and opinion of many defectors of my caliber, only about 15% of time, money, and manpower is spent on espionage as such. The other 85% is a slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American, to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. So the ideological subversion is complete when no one's able to come to sensible conclusions. Like a sensible conclusion that a, uh, a human being with male reproductive genitalia is in fact a man no no it's not a man that's 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 a woman no it's a man it's a, it's a it's a man you're not allowed to say that why are we not allowed to say that because it's not true it's not true what do you mean it's not true what about other sensible conclusions like yeah you know our economy largely runs on petrochemicals oil and gas and coal um maybe it'd be a good idea to power our economy with relatively cheap effective gas no 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 that's not a good idea let's power it with solar yeah but the sun goes down at night we don't have battery power that's okay we're trying to get you to nonsensical conclusions not sensible ones like Bezmanov just noted this is a former kgb propaganda expert explaining how outside forces that want to destroy the united states use useful idiots here to destroy and rot our country from the inside out. You mean useful idiots like big tech, big corporations, Larry Fink, big government at the SEC and the media here that lies to you all the time? Yeah, exactly. Nah, that's not happening here. Is it? Really? You sure it's not happening here? Let me show you exactly how it happens here. This is the Hill. It's a left-wing rag. 
I like to use left-wing outlets because the left will claim it's a conspiracy theory. And I respond by saying, really? Then why is it published in one of your left-wing regs? Kind of weird, huh? Here's an article in The Hill about Russia's covert funding of U.S. anti-fossil fuel groups. Oh, Russia was doing that? They note, but a NATO official did tell the, uh, the Guardian, Russia's been using a mix of hard and soft power in its attempts to recreate a sphere of influence including through a campaign of disinformation on many issues, including energy. <laughs> it's not happening here, Joe, come on. So Russia, that wants to sell oil and gas to the world, is, according to this piece at least, and insiders, funding efforts around the world to get green groups to push, for us, to push us away from oil and gas so that the Russians can benefit and we could commit energy suicide at home, which seems to be a nonsensical opinion to have, but it's nonsensical because as Bezmanov said, they want you to believe it's sensical through their propaganda campaign. And it apparently is working. How do we know it's working here, Dan? Because here's an article by the Daily Signal. Democrats, green activists, pressure big tech to censor more climate misinformation. <laughs> it's almost like, Putin and G, right? The puppets, you know, puppets, like they have the little, the cross and the puppets with the strings, right? Yeah. And we have useful idiots here playing right into the trap. The symbiote right here, getting the country to commit national suicide. National falling on the sword, samurai style. Ugh, doing it right in front of your face. Larry Fink, not even hiding it anymore. Twitter, not even hiding it anymore. You will call that man a woman. Why? It's a man. The person's a man. It's a man. You can call them whatever. They can call themselves whatever they want. That's a man. You will do it. You will do it. And you will love it. If you don't, you will never speak again. Now, this is all their great reset, their reshaping of capitalism, their new world order. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't give a damn what you call it. The left has called it a thousand different things. The fact checkers, of course, jump out. They're not talking about a new world order. Sounds like it to me. Matter of fact, right as I was about to uh, conclude and wrap up the show production for today, the show preparation, excuse me. This article popped on my email list from left-wing site Axios. One big thing. Now is the time for big ideas. Now is the time. Do you notice how they always use a crisis? To move for a great reset, new world order, next big thing, reshaping capitalism. Again, I don't give a damn what you call it. But you ever notice they always use a crisis and it always seems to work out for them in the end? Their power, but never for us? This is this legit came over right before I gave money, approving my point how the symbiote is crushing you and using these conflicts to move towards a more centralized government power state. Quote, a once-in-a-century pandemic, increasing climate-related disasters, the threat of World War III-level conflict, and supply chain upheaval are driving increased momentum for big ideas. <laughs> Joe, increased momentum. Meaning yeah. that's the left saying we're using these conflicts to push for even bigger garbage. They're driving increased momentum for big ideas when it comes to updating American infrastructure and even tackling climate change. The big picture? A paper to be unveiled today from Saleh Amarova seeks to create a federal agency, the National Investment Authority, that would direct and facilitate investment in green infrastructure. Yeah, he said it right. Does that name sound? Keep this up for a second. Does that sound familiar, Saleh Amarova? It was uh, Biden's nominee before she had to withdraw, and they found out uh, they called her Soviet Saleh Amarova. Biden's nominee to regulate the banks. Oh, like she was going to regulate the banks, and she had some sympathies towards the old Soviet system. Oh, oh yeah. Now she wants to propose a national investment authority, a government entity that would facilitate investments in green infrastructure. You mean like the green infrastructure? Big corporate Larry Fink from BlackRock, one of the world's largest investment firms, is pushing for two. You think they could get money from this? That's what a coincidence. Holy Moses. My gosh. 
Larry Fink's talking about reshaping capitalism as Saleh Amarova talking about a government entity to fund green energy as Larry Fink's reshaping capitalism discusses investing in companies and forcing them to do more green energy stuff they could benefit from as big tech silences anyone speaking out against this green energy boondoggle. And as the SEC jumps in and forces companies to invest in other companies using green energy, sounds like a big grift to me, doesn't it? So weird, the timing, isn't it? Yeah. So weird. Just totally cray-cray. Crazy pills everywhere, man. We're the conspiracy theorists, right? Weird how we produce receipts, right? And they don't. Just really strange. All right. Let me get to my next sponsor, company I'm very proud to be associated with. Here's what I got coming up next, by the way. The Biden corruption, this January 6th story. It's just like, again, the corruption's just, here are your cojones, and here's a kick. They just full-blown tie kick right to your cojones. They're not even hiding anything. They don't even care. How does January 6th relate to Biden corruption? And <laughs> Folks, I, I, you know, I think back. Sometimes uh, to, when I was a kid, I used to, before Hollywood went totally woke, I loved movies. I love movies and comic books. It's a long story why I'm not going to bore you with some sob story, but it's a good way to escape a lot of stuff, you know, when you're younger. I love them. And one of my favorite movies when I was, I wasn't so young anymore, in my 20s, I think, when it came out, was that movie Seven. Remember that movie Seven where that serial killer kills people according to these biblical sins, gluttony, uh, uh, what is it? Gl- uh, gluttony was it rage? I'm not really sure what they all are, but the envy and uh, it's Brad Pitt was in it with Morgan Freeman, and the killings are so bizarre. The Brad Pitt plays a detective. Morgan Freeman's a senior detective. He looks at uh, he looks him kind of sideways, and Morgan Freeman whispers in his ear, "You know, have you ever seen anything like this?" And Morgan Freeman's like, "Nah, man, never." I think of that line. Sometimes when I see like the Biden administration collapsing the United States and destroying the constitutional Republic in conjunction with the symbiote at such rapid speed, I think to myself, have you ever seen anything like this? And the answer is no. Even Obama at least tried to be a little more cryptic about his plan. Biden's just right out there in the open, right out there in the open. I mean, I rank worst presidents in U.S. history Biden, then Obama. And I never thought I'd say that. Obama's presidency was beyond destructive. It laid the groundwork for all this. But Biden does it right in the open. He doesn't even try to be diplomatic about it. Here's what I mean. What have I warned you about with this January 6th committee investigating the January 6th incident up at the Capitol? It has nothing to do with a riot. It has nothing to do with an insurrection. It has nothing to do with anything. The January 6th committee has one purpose. Targeting Republicans before the midterms to make sure that they're dried up from their funding sources and that nobody wants to go near them because they're under investigation. It's the only point. Here, they're not even hiding that anymore. Look at this article broke yesterday by Jerry Dunleavy over at The Examiner. Democratic staffer on the January 6th committee was part of an intelligence effort to help keep Biden out of the Hunter jam? (laughs) This can't be real. No, it's real. The top Democratic staffer on the January 6th committee was among dozens of former Intel officials who signed the letter in October of 2020 saying the Hunter laptop story was Russian disinformation. Same guy, David Buckley. He was formerly the CIA inspector general. They had no deep state, even though conspiracy theory. David Buckley, who was formerly the CIA inspector general, is the staff director for the January 6th committee. (laughs) He signed the letter. Saying the laptop, wait, (laughs) the laptop, the Hunter laptop, we have the receipt for, signed by Hunter Biden, billed to Hunter Biden with Hunter Biden's number and address. David Buckley, former CIA inspector general, signed that letter lying, saying it was Russian disinformation. He's now investigating Republicans for their air quotes role in January 6th. Again, here are your nads. Here's the Democrats kicking you in the nads like it's a 52-yard field goal. They're not hiding it. They're just telling you now. Yes, there's a deep state. Yes, there's a symbiote. Yes, we've st- we've uh, monopolized big tech. We've monopolized big corporations. We've uh, monopolized the media. We're using it all against you to create 
a, an oligarchical landmass, you can call a state, we call a landmass, where we benefit and you're treated like deplorable, smelly subjugants. Here's another one. Biden, again, doesn't even hide it. This broke yesterday, the free beacon. Biden donor awarded a White House post and millions in federal contracts. They're not even... Here, one of President Biden's top donors and closest friends has scored millions in federal contracts and a prestigious job in the White House, according to the Washington Free Beacon Review of Government Records. Biden, in September of last year, placed close confidant Joe Kiani, the founder and CEO of a medical technology company, Massimo Corporation, on the influential Presidential Council and Advisors in Technology. This guy's company received almost $3 million in federal government contracts. Tell me again how the symbiote's not real, the deep state's all a conspiracy theory. Big tech, big corporation said it a thousand times. Big government, the media. You see how when you're connected to the oligarchy, when you're collected, when you're connected to the symbiote at top, and you can suckle on the tea to the symbiote, you make out just fine. It's just the regular working class guy that's getting screwed by Larry Fink, Biden's buddy who just got the lucrative contracts. You're getting screwed by David Buckley, formerly of the CIA, now investigating you for showing up on January 6th. How Twitter screws you over, YouTube screws you over, Facebook screws you over. You see how they're at the top and you don't have the privileges they do? You can't speak, you don't get government contracts, you're not allowed to do business, your company gets hunted down by. ESG activists at the behest of the government. Tell me again how we don't live in a two-tier society. Tell me one more time how it's a conspiracy theory, the Great Reset, the New World Order. Sounds like an order to me. The New World Order they seem to like is the oligarchy and the powerful symbiotes at the top and the sucklers off the symbiotes and then all of us, the smellies and the deplorables. I need new conspiracy theories, folks. Every one of my old conspiracy theories, sadly, is coming true. Some people are fighting back. I want to get to this video in a second. Let me just do a, a quick uh, uh, tease, if you wouldn't mind. I hate to hassle you guys about this stuff, but uh, you've made our show on Fox number one on the weekend on Saturday nights, and we deeply, sincerely appreciate it. This weekend on Filtered, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I will have uh, Don Jr., Don Trump Jr. on. We will be talking about this great reset and exactly this, how they talk about it. All they are obsessed with this idea of creating a two-tiered society through this great reset. I'd love to hear what Don's got to say about that. He's on. Also, we're going to have a medical doctor on to talk about this disturbing phenomenon with super vaccinated folks. We discussed the story yesterday. Double boosted vaccinated folks. The vaccine is starting to show According to this recent study, negative efficacy. Negative efficacy. I'm going to ask why from a medical doctor. Don't miss that. And I'm also going to talk about this Boeing crash, which is deeply disturbing. They went straight down. You know how hard that is to do? Okay, so unfiltered, Saturday night, 9. We will be live again. I really appreciate it. Uh, folks, the endless corruption I was just talking about, this two-tiered society, this hierarchy, the symbiote, the sucklers off the symbiote, and then us getting kicked in the nuts all the time. You know, sorry, just, I can't think of any other way to describe it. Thank you, sir. May I, have it? I don't know any other way to describe what's happening. People are, the good news is people are catching on. Even in, you know, European countries that have a history of aligning with socialism, there are strong politicians out there who are like, you know what? I've had enough of this crap. Remember dictator Trudeau? Big, great resetter there. Matter of fact, Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum chairman, who talks about the great reset all the time, is always celebrating Justin Trudeau. We played the audio yesterday. Well, dictator Trudeau, Joe, thought he, Joe's already seen this, so it's unfair, but he thought it would be a really good idea to go speak in front of the European Union Parliament. So, <laughs> a... German member of the European Parliament, uh, Christine Anderson, who I really appreciate after this speech, this German member, Christine Anderson, they allowed her the floor to address Mr. Trudeau before he addressed them. She's kind of had enough of Trudeau. She eviscerates him in these comments. Listen to every word of this. People are getting tired of this crap. And I'm telling you some good news. Things are going to start to change real quick. Check this out. <laughs> 
Based on Article 195, it would have been more appropriate for Mr. Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada, to address this House according to Article 144, an article which was specifically designed to debate violations of human rights, democracy, and the rule of law, which is clearly the case with Mr. Trudeau. Then again, a Prime Minister who openly admires the Chinese basic dictatorship who tramples on fundamental rights by persecuting and criminalizing his own citizens as terrorists just because they dared to stand up to his perverted concept of democracy should not be allowed to speak in this house at all. Mr. Trudeau, you are a disgrace for any democracy. Please spare us your presence. Thank you. Okay, I don't know Christine yeah, Anderson, baby. but yeah, this that's a triple uh, round of applause. Yeah, Joe Gee, rarely does that happen on the show. I don't know Christine Anderson. I've never met her, but um, to our listeners in Germany, we have a lot of them. Uh, good for her. Good for her. Good for sending her to the EU parliament to, <laughs> to let this smack down. Let me just say one, one note on this. I, I intended, but having through my prior line of work, been around a lot of these people, foreign digs, as we call them, foreign dignitaries, you know, presidents and, you know, stuff like that. You know, the elitists, the, the great resetters, the, the oligarchs. You spend time right, you got to protect them. That's what I did. I'm telling you, these people have the most fragile egos you've ever seen. When you listen to them get back in a limousine or a hard car with you, an armored car, after an event, and you see the things that bother them, they have the most fragile, pathetic egos you have ever seen in your life. I'm not kidding. Like Joe, me, and Guy work together. Occasionally, one of us, if not all of us, screws something up. Yeah. We're like, hey, Joe, this messed up. Guy messed this up. Dan, Guy will tell me, Dad, and like the show. We said it yesterday. He wasn't crazy about yesterday's show. But we don't, no one cries about it. <laughs> not these guys. The biggest wusses you have ever seen. Believe me, that stung. Embarrass these people embarrass them we need more of it you want to be the great resetters you want to create a two-tiered society with the oligarchs and the sucklers off the oligarchs at the top while all of us great smelly unwashed deplorables have to beg you for our freedoms to speak and to assemble nah that ain't happening without us embarrassing you first folks the damage is piling up though let me get to that in a second. The damage is piling up for these great resetters, new world order, whatever they want to call it, types. I'm telling you, the good news is the tide is turning. The tide is turning. I think a new era of freedom liberty, and liberty is right around the corner. I'm going to show you the evidence in a minute. I don't say anything without being able to back it up. Folks, after playing Christine Anderson there from Germany in front of the EU parliament, I hope you have a little bit of a smile on your face knowing that the fight's just begun. It's not over. Listen, we were put here to fight. I believe there's a second creation out there. People call it a lot of different things. In my faith, we call it heaven. You don't have to believe in it. I'm not your preacher, but I do. And I believe what we do here is a tryout for that second creation. And this fight was never going to stop. The fight's been ugly for us for a long time. The left has been slaughtering us in the culture wars. Big government and the oligarchy's power, the symbiote's power has grown geometrically over the past few decades. But people are rapidly tiring of it. Look, Breitbart article sent to me yesterday by my production team. National Republican Congressional Committee poll shows Democrats are in trouble across 77 battleground congressional districts. Folks, there aren't many battleground congressional districts. Due to gerrymandering, most districts are either safe Democrat or safe Republican. The fact that in 77, there are only 435 seats. You're talking about a fifth or a sixth of the district of the seats in the entire country. The Democrats are in trouble in all of them. Tell me again how their great reset is working out. We're all sitting, taking it, lying down. We're not. The fight's just started. There's a lot of work to be done. But the tide's turning. Here's another article, Hannah Nightingale, post-millennial. All this will be in my newsletter today, Mongino.com slash newsletter. Biden's approval rating drops to 40% amid economic woes and the war in Ukraine. It's a Reuters poll, folks. It's not some radical, you know, far-right outlet. It's a Reuters poll. 
if this great reset, new world order, oligarchical, big tech, big government, you know, media, big corporations, symbiote was working so well, then why are people saying it's not working well? The money ball rule, right? If people love this crap, then why don't people love this crap? Because government can't do anything right. Government combined with big tech, big corporations, and the media can do even fewer things right. We talk about all the time, every time government gets involved, the unbroken leg fallacy. How the government will magically cause and create a problem. Then in order to solve that problem, the government will introduce the same poison that caused the problem as medicine for the problem they caused. I'm telling you, I have rarely, rarely seen an example of the unbroken leg fallacy in action. Like I saw, right? This is, he's like, this is a good one. This is it. This is textbook, like dictionary.com definition of the unbroken leg fallacy. Wall Street Journal opinion from yesterday. And now we're all going to be getting gasoline stimulus checks. Democrats want to pay you to consume more fossil fuel. Wait, wait, what? You just told us this is awful. Fossil fuels, we got to be green energy people. And now there's election coming up. You want to pay us to buy more of it. Wait, read this. This is is the unbroken leg. They want to give you a gas rebate check, the government now, folks. Yet the journal notes the word rebate's a misnomer. Because this isn't rebated from any payment to the federal government. It's simply a government check to pay for higher gas prices caused in large part by the government. This is the greatest article ever. Voters are blaming Democrats for inflation and making it harder to produce American oil and gas. And with an election coming and the Democrat majority in peril, Democrats are resorting to what they do best, spending more of your money. (laughs) Yes. Dude, that's at least a double. Come on, man. That's not a single. That's a minimum a double. Holy Moses, is that not a double? I mean, really? Tell me again how this piece doesn't tie up the whole show. The symbiote does what the symbiote does. They want the Russian government, enemies of the United States, abuse the useful idiots in the symbiote for us to engage in a suicidal national energy policy, which will empower a few and destroy the many. That policy starts to destroy the many. The many wake up and elections coming and the few in power destroying the many say, hey, just write him a check before the election. We'll make all this go away and then we'll do the same crap afterwards. Never in my life. He's even laughing about this. Have I seen an example of the unbroken leg fallacy like this ever cause a problem and then pretend to solve it, introducing the exact same problem you caused government intervention. Okay. Um, Last story, because it's an important one. Maybe we'll get that. We'll do it quick. We'll get to that plane crash story too. Folks, Newsmax, it's in the newsletter if you want to read it, but this should be on the front page of every newspaper in America, but for some strange reason, it's not. Apparently, a new FBI report came out showing that the FBI, quote, violated agency rules at least 747 times in 18 months. Listen to this, Joe. While conducting investigations involving politicians, candidates, religious groups, news media, and others. Oh, oh, only the most sensitive. Oh, okay. That's good to know. The internal audit, it's according to, to, uh, the, the letter from the great Jim Jordan, a good congressman. Apparently, his internal audit and the staggering number of errors it found suggest a pattern of misconduct and mismanagement within the FBI. Folks, what did I say yesterday? One of the hallmarks of a totalitarian regime where you get the oligarchical elites at the top and you at the bottom is in order to centralize power, they have to be able to spy on you at all times. I find it weird that the Bureau has been involved in a lot of these spying cases, just released another audit showing that they violated their own rules 747 times while investigating politicians, candidates, and religious groups. And the media, it sounds kind of weird, right? Public self, the private self, two separate things, right? We have a private self in a free country. We could do things privately. No, is that true? Listen, I, I, again, call it a conspiracy theory all you want, but check out this article by The Guardian. Um, the FBI has already acquired sensitive software the Pegasus software here is folks. Again, call it whatever you like. The evidence is right in front of you. The guardian February, 2022 FBI confirms it obtained NSO's Pegasus spyware. 
Pegasus is no click spyware. They can just send to your phone and hijack your entire phone. Now, to be clear, they're claiming they've never used it in support of any investigation. Whether that's correct or not, I'm not sure. There'll have to be some actual journalism on that. I'm not just a stenographer for the FBI, and I will never do that. Unlike some people out there, you know who I mean, for others. Kind of strange, right? The oligarchy at the top needs a way to enforce ideological conformity. Looks like the perfect way to me. FBI spying. Here's the last story. I'm going to address this on the Fox show this week. I want you to read this article. This, this China crash, uh, this plane crash that happened, this airline disaster, ladies and gentlemen, is very suspicious. There's this article in SF gate. I think it appeared somewhere else first. Um, it's stunning. This plane, the video shows the plane descending almost straight down, which folks, you don't have to be an aeronautics expert to realize that a plane at that speed creates lift. I think it's called the Bernoulli effect, where the rate of the speed of the airflow over the top and the bottom of the wing, the differential creates lift. In other words, the faster you go, think about taking off, the quicker you're going to ascend. So it's kind of strange. It was plunging so fast, and yet there was no lift on the wings. I'm going to have an aviation expert on this weekend and give you some real insight on this. But this SFGate article covers the suspicious circumstances behind this crash. It notes that instead of the plane gradually dropping by a few thousand feet per minute, which produces a barely detectable sensation for passengers, it began falling at more than 30,000 feet per minute within seconds. Overall, it plunged 26,000 feet in the span of one minute and 35 seconds. Folks, that's almost straight down. The plane's dive appears to have halted for about 10 seconds and it climbed briefly, adding an unusual twist to the scenario. Yeah, tell me about it. But the flight radar track, which is based on radio transmissions from the plane, then showed it resumed the steep plunge. You pilots out there, you tell me what happened. I can tell you what it appears to me. And I want to say this is just an opinion and just a suspicion. It appears to me this could have been deliberate. I don't see any other explanation. If I'm wrong, please let me know. Uh, you know where to find us. But in, and I want to be clear, it's just an opinion. But people I've spoken to who are, are uh, experts in this field say it just doesn't happen like that. So we'll have someone on the Fox show this weekend to talk about it. But uh, I'm going to leave you some good news. The good news is I'm telling you, things are changing, folks. Things are changing. The public is waking up to this two-tiered system, and they're saying, double-barrel, middle finger, man. I don't like it. I ain't playing that game. All right, thanks again for tuning in, folks. Again, don't miss my show. Please set your DVR if you can't make it live. We'll be live Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, unfiltered. we got some great guests lined up for you. Really appreciate it. Oh, questions. Also, I'm sorry. I always forget. Darn it. Even have a note. Questions. My Locals account. If you go to my Locals account, just download the Locals app, Common Spelling. It's a social media account. Uh, you, you, I'm on there. I'm at D. Bongino. I have a post up. Questions for the podcast tomorrow? Submit questions for the podcast tomorrow, and we'll get to them uh, as many as we can. See you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.